boy is eating. The boy is your Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. Hey everyone, you are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Ian Kennedy. And I'm Paige Sutherland. And today we are going to jump into some business phrasal verbs that will be very helpful to anyone who is trying to expand their vocabulary, especially in the context of the office, right? So when we are working in a typical office or a typical job with business English, it's very common for us to have certain specific phrasal verbs. So in an earlier episode, we talked about buzzwords, which are sort of industry-specific vocabulary words that are kind of similar to this. But if you remember, listeners, a phrasal verb is a verb plus a preposition. So when we put two words together, they take on a different meaning when they're together. So it helps to have especially a native explain these words to someone who's learning the language. So Paige and I thought it would be useful for us to go through a few of these today. So as always, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript at www.dynamicenglish.cl. Okay, Paige, I'm going to kick us off with the first one today and then we'll pass it on to you. We'll just kind of go back and forth and talk about some ones that we're familiar with and that you hear a lot when you're in the office. So the first one I'm gonna start out with today is to branch out. So to branch out is basically to expand or extend someone's interest or something they're working on, something they wanna pursue. So we hear this a lot when perhaps somebody is leaving a company to start their own or maybe a company is uh, expanding into a new market, right? We're basically, um, we're extending or doing something a bit different. So in this context, we could use an example of, I'm leaving the company to branch out on my own. This would be like saying, starting my own company, right? Or um, they are going to branch out and try a new project in the Latin American market, right? We might hear it in this way as well. This is a good one to know when you're uh, thinking of this context and pretty useful. What about you, Paige? Is there uh, one that you can particularly think of to start with? Yeah, I think a pretty common one back in the old days when we used to go to work and we didn't work from home was the phrasal verb drop in. That was very common for your manager or your boss to say, hey, my drop in hours are Thursday from 3 to 5 p.m., right? So drop-in is don't make an appointment, come spontaneously during these times. It's more informal. So drop-in. So physically, you're walking into their office. You're just dropping into it. And so that's very common lingo in the office. When we used to go to the office, that you would just drop into each other's office um, during office hours. So that one, that one I find is very common. Yeah, that's a good one, too, to use. Like you said, it's like a little bit more informal. It's a bit more casual. Maybe if you just want to talk for a moment or you need to get a quick approval for something, it can be done during that time. So it doesn't have to be something really structured or specific necessarily. And it's usually like a if it's a if it's a good drop in, it's usually an in and out. 
kind of a thing. So that's a really good one to start with. So another one that I can see here is close down. So when we take these two words together to make the phrasal verb close down is basically to say we're, we're shutting down, we're stopping operating. We hear this a lot in the case of a company that's decided to close down a specific location, a specific branch, maybe the entire company is closing down in unfortunate cases. But a good example could be the firm has decided to close down its Chicago branch, right? Its Chicago location in that meeting. So it's kind of how it sounds on its own. We usually, like I said, use this in an unfortunate way. If, if business isn't going well and you have to close down, or it could just be a strategic decision, right? Amazon has decided to close down their brick and mortar stores to focus more on e-commerce and online sales, right? That might be a more modern day example that we see there. Hey Ian, did you know besides the podcast, Dynamic English offers one-on-one -on -one classes with native teachers from all over the world? Really? But isn't it just a bunch of grammar lessons? Nope, it's completely discussion-based and focuses on topics the student is interested in. That's amazing. But what if I'm not living in Chile? No problem. Dynamic does online classes. You can be living anywhere. Great. But I'm a little intimidated to take the class alone. Can I join with a friend? Of course. Dynamic offers group classes of up to four. Plus, for the next month, Coffee of Gringo's listeners get 10% off individual or group classes. So go online to www.dynamicenglish.cl and mention that you are a listener and get your discount. Well, I'm sold. Sign me up. To piggyback off of closing down, another good phrasal verb on that same vein is layoff. This is very common when companies are downsizing, they need to cut budgets, there's generally a lot of layoffs. It happens in very big companies pretty often, <laughs> like a company um, like General Electric has a lot of layoffs when maybe they're not having a good quarter. So you, you hear that quite often, layoff, which is just simply that you have lost your job and it's an economic reason, so it's not necessarily you being terminated for conduct or for your work. It's simply just a budget issue that, you know, a lot of big companies have layoffs to pay the bills. That's a really good distinction to make. Um, I get this question a lot, actually. What's the difference between layoff and to be fired, right? So these are not the same things necessarily. If you're fired, you've probably not performed well. You've probably done something wrong and they're terminating you right They're they're canceling your contract for that reason but a layoff is like you said it's for an economic reason it's a business decision right the financial department says we got to cut costs unfortunately it's usually employees that suffer from that cut so um, it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean the same thing so don't be confused by that if you hear someone say, you know, I was laid off. They're not, they're not necessarily saying that they've been fired. These are different things. So good to point out there. And it's often time at the, at the office. So generally, if you're new, you're going to experience a layoff before someone that's been at the company five years. So it's really kind of just like John's only been here two months. He's going to be laid off before Steve, who's been there 10 years. So a lot of it really is not performance at all. It's just they have to make cuts and you've been here the shortest. Exactly, yeah. Just a business decision that 
turns out to be unlucky for for that employee. Another good one that I talk about to students, especially here, is look forward to. This is a phrase that we use a lot in English. I, I usually say especially to, usually when you're closing out an email or maybe uh, some sort of a communication, it's common to say that you look forward to seeing someone, talking to someone, having a meeting with someone. So looking forward to is saying that you are excited or you're pleased um, about something that's going to happen in the future. So, you know, like I said, this is very common to say, we look forward to hearing from you soon. We look forward to the introduction meeting. We look forward to the project kickoff. We're just saying that we are feeling positive and excited about a challenge that's coming up in the future. So this is used, like I said, all the time in communications like email, especially. So I always tell students, this is a really important one to highlight. All of these are, but this one is especially if you're worried about your emails or closing out sort of a conversation with someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely something that I use a lot. Another one that, that's pretty common is take over. And this could be used in, in, in many ways. It's really to take responsibility over. And it could be if I'm going on vacation next week, I'll say, oh, Cindy is going to take over all my responsibility while I'm on vacation. Or it could be take over or that I'm leaving the company and Cindy is taking over my job permanently. It's really just taking control, taking responsibility over the duties that I had at that job. And to, like you said earlier, to kind of follow in the same vein of making a change or someone leaving, the one that I can think of here on the list is to step down. So when we look at step down, when you hear this, this is basically saying to resign or leave a position. And I think it's most common for us to hear this when we're talking about someone who is maybe executive level in a company, right? You might say that the chairman or the CEO was forced to step down due to ill health or for retirement. Who knows? It's a way of saying that someone is leaving. But I think it's almost a, a gracious way of saying that someone's leaving. A lot of times I think companies want to fire a CEO. They will make a deal with this person say, look, we're going to give you the opportunity to say that you're retiring or you're moving on or you are stepping down specifically. And it's a way for them to have an agreement to say, we're not going to say we're kicking you out or firing you. This is a mutual agreement for us to leave. So. You might read in the media or read in a business report or something that, you know, um, so-and-so CEO is stepping down from the board and they may or may not give the real reason for why that is. But that's sort of the language that's used in that kind of writing or communication. So it's just someone's leaving, someone else is going to be coming in to, to fill that position. That's, that's a very good thing to point out because every time I read step down, I'm always like, huh. There is more to the story. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's mostly it's mostly never um, a willing choice when you step down. Generally, it's you are forced to step down. <laughs> yeah. And the the last one we're going to wrap up with today is to take off. Now, this is one that we use basically to say a company or something, a product, a service, who knows, a brand, whatever it might be, it has become very successful or very popular in a really short amount of time, really quickly. If we wanna use this in a, like a visual way to represent the meaning of this, take off is also the phrasal verb we use to describe when an airplane is leaving to, to fly, right? So the idea is 
you're going up very, very quickly. And if we think in the same sort of way, this is how we're describing like a company or something that's success or popularity. So it'd be really common for us to say, the business has really taken off in the last year or business has really taken off since the beginning of the pandemic. And this is just a way of saying, it's not really slow growth, it's actually the opposite, it's really quick growth usually. And it's become really popular. We use this all the time, right? You might even say, we want our product to really take off in this market in the next quarter or whatever it might be, right? We're just talking about that, that big increase in a short amount of time. So when you think of take off, think of very successful. Okay, so those were some really important ones that we thought we'd talk about today. There are many more that we didn't have time to cover, but we encourage you to go online, check out those business phrasal verbs, go to Dynamic English's website, see um, what resources they have for there as well, and other business English materials also. So make sure to check out that audio guide and transcript online at www.dynamicenglish.cl. And as always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.